It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spark My Muse. I am Lisa Colon-Delay, and today is Soul School Lesson 255, The Angels Singing. Today I'm going to be reading a little bit from Howard Thurman's For the Inward Journey, and also a poem. Before I do that, I wanted to invite you to the Winter Solace Retreat. It's an online event, and this is the second time we've done it. It's hosted by Pastor Jen Late. She's a spiritual director as well, and she's invited a diverse group of us to come and gather together for refreshment as we begin this new year. You're invited to journey with us. There's going to be workshops and music. We've had a wonderful time doing it in the past, and I know that if you're included this year, if you join us, you will experience a lot of blessing and encouragement. So if you'd like to sign up or get more information for that, go to thepilgrimage.org between the words the and pilgrimage is a hyphen. If you don't use that hyphen, you will get somewhere else. So make sure you go to the hyphen pilgrimage.org. And I hope we see you there. I really enjoy reading Howard Thurman's work. In this book, For the Inward Journey, there's many different essays, poems, sermons. He's also written things for different celebrations and different seasons, including Christmas and Easter and so on. And I want to read The Singing of Angels from page 247. There must always remain in everyone's life some place for the singing of angels, some place for that which in itself is breathlessly beautiful, by an inherent prerogative throws all the rest of life into a new and creative relatedness, something that gathers up in itself all the freshets of experience from drab and commonplace areas of living and glows in one bright white light of penetrating beauty and meaning, then passes. The commonplace is shot through with new glory. Old burdens become lighter. Deep and ancient wounds lose much of their old, old hurting. A crown is placed over our heads that 
for the rest of our lives we are trying to grow tall enough to wear. Despite all the crassness of life, despite all the hardness of life, despite all the harsh discords of life, life is saved by the singing of angels. The story of how the angels announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. And these people would be the outcasts of society. They would be probably ex-convicts, people who were rejected from society for one reason or another. They would be the forgotten people, people who would rarely take baths and uh, would be excluded from many things in society. But the angels in their beautiful array would sing the coming of Jesus, baby Jesus, in this glorious event. And it was a show just for them. And then they could come and worship the baby king. I think that is beautiful that their lives were able to encounter such beauty. And we have to remember that that kind of beauty and joy is saved for us. It's there for us. The next thing I would like to read is a poem I encountered thanks to Michael Wright and his weekly newsletter called Still Life. I will leave a link to his newsletter in the show notes for this episode at Spark My Muse for this Soul School 255. Encounter his weekly newsletter. You will really enjoy that. He sent out a link to this poem called The Mercy Supermarket by Campbell McGrath. It was originally published in a poetry collection called Nouns and Verbs in 2019. This poem the Mercy Supermarket is what I'll read now. Everything is alive, everything is shimmering with vitality. The tomato rootlings in their fragile sheaths of soil, oil colored worms in leaf mulch, pollen from the burst open canoe shaped pods of the royal palms caught in the first imperious shafts of sunlight rising from the sea. One flower resembles a puff of red lint, another resembles a pig's ear. Every petal in this light painted with deep, lucid particularity. Seconds flare like fireflies in a summer meadow, though they are illusory. Time is not a meadow, but an ocean to be swum endlessly by starlight. Days die, and so do we, banal, tedious, futile to protest. Yet still we argue as if death were a rental car agreement whose stipulations might be recalculated by a helpful service representative. Most days this silvery half-light is enough to nourish the fledgling skyward to charge the battery of the heart, and later night will whisper encouragements in a language nobody really understands. No drama or falsity, just the moon above the Mercy supermarket, and the city beating its heart for the numberless, the unknowable, the unnamed, Who's with me on Biscayne Boulevard tonight? Who else is in the market for a pint of papaya juice, a scruple of compassion? Would it help if we could itemize every lost or misbegotten soul, enter every name in a vellum registry? Would it summarize my life to list every object I have touched with these two hands? Yesterday I held for the first time an infant born two months ago in Chicago, with a tiny glitch in the long arm of chromosome 17, the slightest of clerical errors, one skewed letter in an ever-cascading text. So how useful can any catalog of particulars be? Why do we even have them? Hands, thumbs, a heart, this jawbone I hear click 
as the rusty joints swing open and closed like a drawbridge. I hear the thunk, thunk, thunk of ideas rebounding like rubber balls against the sturdy armor of my skull. Ideas tasting of iron and childhood like water from a garden hose. We want so much before it's taken from us. Objects cry out. The things of this world, they are magnificent. They glow like the Radiance Archive. Everything that shines is in it. Still, the lemon tree levies attacks upon my soul. Flowers strike their tiny hammer blows. This city makes its thousand demands. The city is a honeycomb of needs. Stepping over a man curled like a fetus at the base of a light post, with a sign, I have AIDS, I am dying, I am hungry, please help. But the man, even if he wanted to help, is asleep or unconscious, not dead, surely? Splayed amidst the overspill from a trash can of filth and donut sacks, entirely oblivious to the flood of kids still pouring from the high school around the corner on 16th Street, the mind recoils from their sizzling aura of sass and young ram bravado. Their cell phones and cartoon umbrellas and eyes fixed on a future that does not contain this broken man or you or anyone like you. But the man is real. He is here right now, wrapped in rain, and you tuck a $5 bill beneath his arm, hoping for a measure of mercy, no larger perhaps than a coffee cup. And though he does not move, he begins as you turn away to speak. Thank you. You are a good person. May God bless you forever. Dearest God, I thank you for this blessing, though I cannot believe in it or you. Nonetheless, I honor your name for allowing me tenancy on this, your firmament, and I accept its provision as my lot. If sorrow is the sentence, I will serve it. If pain is your message, I receive it. Leaves are trembling in an otherwise imperceptible breeze. I watch their dance of accommodation and delight moved by invisible forces. So too I do tremble, so am I moved. Right now, I tell you, I am listening to something that says, let it go, fear not, rise, along with me into a sky the color of amethyst and copper dust. It is not a voice, it is not even a bird but I am listening. I believe it may be the light itself speaking to me because the sun has arrived robed in gold as the sun is continuously arriving at one horizon only to depart from another. It is perpetual daybreak, do you see? It is time's corolla, time's counterweight. To the pendulum of our grief, it is that all-consuming journey into radiance, the dawn. It's a powerful poem by Campbell McGrath. It contains so much. You might need to listen again to really absorb its radiance. And if you want to reach out, I will reach back. And I wish you blessing and peace.